Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Welcome everyone to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. I'm actually joined in my room right now with my cats and my dog. So I have two cats. One is Mr. Darcy and the other one is Blanche Devereaux and then my dog Phoebe Buffet. And the cats love to be in here because they love to look out the window and then they make noises. So I apologize again if you hear them, but they were pretty adamant about me not shutting the door. They wanted to be part of the podcast today. All right. I am here to talk to you today about my stay at Klohan. And I know I have discussed Klohan in a previous podcast, and this was just as um, I got to go there. I had reached out to them through Instagram. I was very fortunate. James and Maggie allowed me to come look at the bed and breakfast without actually being a guest there. And that was actually my first encounter truly with the bed and breakfast. It was also so gracious of them to allow me to come in, ask them questions, and take some pictures of it. So earlier this year, when I unfortunately had my second bout of COVID, I knew that I wanted to come back up to Mackinac and to stay at Clohan, and so I booked it for May, and I am so glad that I did. Like I said, this was my first time ever staying at a bed and breakfast, and I loved it, you guys. It was something that I didn't know truly what to expect going in there, and it exceeded beyond what I could have ever anticipated. So I'm going to kind of go through the whole trip with you of staying there, not the entire trip, but just my experience staying there. And first, let me tell you a little bit about Clohan. Um, and it's spelled C-L-O-G-H-A-U-N. So I am so grateful that last year I met them because I would not have, I think I called it Clogan. I didn't know how to pronounce it. So it's Clohan. And it's one of the oldest Victorian homes on the island. 
and it has maintained its history as a traditional bed and breakfast. has 11 rooms. Uh, Thomas and Bridget Donnelly left Ireland in 1848 and completed the structure as a family home in 1884. The lovely home has been preserved through the years and it's in its fourth generation under the ownership of the family member, James Bond, who I had the pleasure of meeting, along with his fiance, Maggie. The location of Clohan has been cherished as one of the best on the island and it offers guests a tranquil, romantic interlude and, uh, from, the man, roman, ah, excuse me, from the demands of everyday life and enjoy traditionally served breakfast with every morning stay. So when I first booked this, I had a few different choices and I chose to go with a certain room. Since it was just gonna be me coming and I knew I wasn't gonna be there a lot, I have to do room number five, which was Mary's room. Each of the rooms has a significant name for a family member that has been part of Clohan. So my room had a full bed and it overlooked the side yard and the gardens on the second floor. And it has a sink in there and a, a really large closet space. The room though, it shares a bathroom with uh, the room across the hall, uh, room number six. So when you are staying there, you go down the hall, uh, then you turn left, there's a small little hall and the bathroom's there. I never encountered any issues uh, with running into, I guess you could say my bathroom mate, suite, whatever nor did i run into problems you know with anyone else that is only for the guests staying in those rooms like they have a sign on there that says if you're not staying here please don't use that at the end of that little hallway they do have a little mini fridge and an ice machine for you there and they just ask if you put stuff in there just put your name on it so that way you know whose it is and you don't take somebody else's stuff um, this was the first time i did not take a cooler with me i had a little bit of some crazy stuff happening that week and I didn't get a chance to go to the store so I went down to Dowd's when I got there and grabbed a few things just to have but to be perfectly honest I really could have gone without even getting that and I'll explain why all right so when you first arrive they do not have any um, they're not gonna have any dock porters for you to take your stuff up I took Shepler's Ferry which was pretty much catty corner directly across from Hoban Street and I was able to what I did is when I got off I uh, had my bike and I took it up and I parked it on Main Street came back down and got my luggage and I was able to take my luggage up the hill to uh, Clohan now you have to keep in mind that this is a bed and breakfast uh, there's not going to be a Elevator. So if somebody is uh, has a few issues with stairs, that's something to bear in mind with staying here. You do have to take stairs going up to the front of the place to even go in there. And my room was on the second floor, as are most of the rooms. So that's also something to keep in mind. When you arrive, you go in, and I last summer met Susie, and Susie is still the innkeeper there. And this. Susie, first of all, this woman is just the most charming woman. And her duties involve greeting the clients, uh, or guests, I say clients because I'm talking about hair, but uh, greeting the guests um, and telling you about your room, taking you around. She also prepares the food for the next day. 
everything you want to know. And uh, so she filled me in a little bit about the history of Klohan when I got there. And what was really neat, too, is if any of the rooms were vacant, she then took me around to show me each of the rooms before we went into my room. And I loved being able to have that option to see them. The one thing that really captures your eye is all the history that is in this bed and breakfast. They have a lot of their memorabilia, whether it be old historical documents or photos, all throughout on the walls. So you can endlessly go through and read a lot of it. And I'll share pictures of that on Instagram along with the blog post that I will be making about this. Then the antiques that are involved in each room are just so incredible because there's so much history that's involved with this place. And I remember James and Maggie telling me last summer that where the dining area is now, for the longest time, that area was actually not even open. It was closed. And that's where a lot of different antiques were stored in there. So they finally cleared that out. And that is where you sit and enjoy breakfast in the morning. The other great option that they have in this room is, I will have pictures posted up of this. This dining area is open, the, the front door is open all the time for you to go in and out, okay? They ask you not to lock it. So the dining area is kind of a free for all. They have games in there if you wanna sit and play games. And then she has this buffet where you've got all um, different kinds of cups there and they have snacks readily available for you throughout the day. So she had uh, cookies in the one jar and then another one she had goldfish mixed with a few other things, which was really kind of nice just to grab that if you were on the go just to have with you as you're walking around or to take back up in your room. They also have a French press coffee that you could make throughout the day if you wanted to. I never did try to attempt that, but uh, that would have been a fun little journey to take on uh fresh water is out for you constantly throughout the day so you have nice ice cold water to choose from if you bring uh alcoholic beverages you know you can keep them there if you have wine there is a wine bottle opener and they have glasses there so you can go sit out on the porch she did say they technically cannot serve you alcohol uh so they don't ever sell it or have it on premises but you can bring your own so just know that ahead of time if you want to take that with you and the great thing was when you're there and you come in she she tells you and before they used to do a buffet style but now they've changed it up and um i don't know if because of covid or they just found it worked better i, I think it might actually work a little better for them that they have times for you to sign up for your breakfasts so they will have a sheet out for you and there will be different times like i believe it's 8 8 45 and then 9 30. so then you can sign up to eat at that point it doesn't say what you're having but just know the next day you're going to have a full breakfast all right so i signed up for the eight o'clock time because i'm an early riser and i like to get up eat and be on my way when i'm on the island when i had arrived at the bed and breakfast you constantly are smelling food being cooked which makes you really hungry and these breakfasts are amazing i will share the pictures you need to check them out the first day i had peaches 
with walnuts in there and I feel like there was some sort of cream cheese along with that. Then she came out and she had a uh, crepe with wild rice, mushrooms, onions, topped with a sauce, a homemade blueberry muffin, and turkey ham. It was this uh, wild rice crepe was so good. And I, I always don't think to do wild rice for breakfast. I don't know why, it just escapes my, my mind to do that. And the coffee is so good there, you guys. It is, I, I'm sorry, I, I love a good, just simple cup of coffee. The other thing that I really, really, really appreciated so much, they had stevia. I prefer stevia. It is like a, a sweetener replacement, but it's more all natural. And not a, a lot of places have that. They had that. So that just made everything so much better right away for me. I was so excited about that. All right, so day two breakfast was, she started out with a fruit bowl. We had watermelon and pineapple and melon. Those are three of my favorite fruits. So I was automatically starting out right away, very happy. Then she came out with the second part and it looked, it looked like um, something that she made probably in like, it, I'm gonna explain it like it's a muffin size, okay? So it was turkey bacon wrapped around egg that had, I believe, sun-dried tomatoes in it and a little bit of the seasoning on top. And then underneath that, she had this crostini. Then it was an orange scone with an orange slice on it. I, it was incredible, you guys. I got so spoiled. I mean, I usually am having just simple things for breakfast, and these are incredible. I will say this. Having these huge breakfasts, when you're going out and exploring the island, I was so full for a lot of the day that I just needed a snack. So that was a huge reward, just something to keep in mind. Because when you've got the coffee, if you've got the little goldfish snacks, you're good with that. All right, so day three breakfast, she came out and homemade granola with yogurt and uh, various fruit in the bowl. Then homemade blueberry waffles with uh, two slices of bacon. I have to say the wild rice was my favorite breakfast. And I, I forget, I asked her what the sauce was on top and she said it's just like half and half with butter and I forget what else, but it, it was so good on there. It just added it all together beautifully. The presentation, too, of how it's all done on the plates, they just, it's it's got a very Victorian-style feel to it, And but the way she brings it out, and she remembers everyone's name, I just, I cannot say enough about Susie. I uh, spoke with her. We are. Go I'm going to reach out to her, send her questions. She might not be able to come on and speak on the show, but I'm going to talk with her because I feel like her story is going to be so fascinating when you guys hear it because this is not the only place that she has done this at. She travels around to a lot of different bed and breakfasts, and you can tell that she just loves doing this. I admire her. I know it's hard work. You have to be the right kind of person to do it. And she definitely is in her element with doing that. The other thing that I loved about this whole experience, and this is something to keep in mind when you're staying at a bed and breakfast, is a lot of times you're talking with other guests. 
And if you are a private person, I'm sure you can keep to yourself with that. But I really enjoyed speaking to the other guests there. There was another gentleman there, and he was a retired librarian that was just there for a week. And so I loved hearing his different stories that he had going on. There was also another couple there, and this was their first visit ever on the island, and hearing what they were up to. So you just um, kind of get to see them going in and out throughout the day, and it's it gives you a little bit of coziness feeling, I guess you could say. Now, one of my favorite, favorite things about this place is the front porch, and they talk about it on their website. And I can't emphasize this enough. I am a sucker for a good porch, but to be able to sit on this porch and hear the sounds of Mackinac and just sit back and relax and listen to everything is priceless to me. This is a fantastic bonus to the place that they have offering there. The other thing that Susie has when you walk in the front door, uh, there's like a table right there when you go in and they have a bunch of different information for you, the Wi-Fi password, a map, and on the bottom shelf they have blankets available for you and it if you get chilly at night you can take those out there she also put out baskets of old towels this was extremely helpful as that some of the rain caused a little bit of an issue and it was really nice to have on my bike to take that towel dry it off have it with me and then bring it back and just throw it in the basket when you were done with it so that was an added little extra tip and trick that she did that I think helps keep the place clean and it just helps the guests a little bit as well too. The lawn has um, Adirondacks chairs located throughout. So if you don't want to sit on the porch, you can go sit on the lawn. And there's some that are even a little bit further down that you can sit out there and just sit back and relax and read. I took a book. I loved it. I just I looked forward to sitting out there in fact the last night I was there I had hiked nine miles that day and I loved every minute of it I was tired I was really tired and I got some wine and I sat and I was listening to a podcast and it was really fun there was a family there and I don't know if the people that were with them were friends that they known them before or if they just all became acquainted while being there but we all were sitting out there covered in blankets and then we all decided to come in and What's great about being there is that you don't have to go back to your room. There's chairs located throughout the entire place for you to go sit in. They have a sitting room. They have the dining room area. I sat in the one hallway. There was a chair there, and the piano was right there beside me. And I just listened to a podcast, and it was cozy and comfortable, and I, and I really enjoyed the fact that they had that as a bonus. So just keep that in mind that you're not just restricted that you have to go back into your room. I feel a lot of places offer that where you're staying at up there because you do wanna be able to experience the whole island like that. All right, the other great thing about staying here was the history that you get with stepping into this place. You automatically feel like you have stepped back in time as it is when you go to Mackinac, but when you go in this place, it is very surreal and I took so many pictures and I loved reading everything that they had on the walls about it it was I highly encourage you to do the same thing when you are there because it is so neat to see how old this place was in fact it is it was built 10 years before the Grand Hotel was so I mean it's been there a long time I would highly encourage anyone 
that has never experienced a bed and breakfast to check out Clohan. They are above and beyond. And I feel that that is the way for so many of the places up there as it is for you to stay there. But it speaks volumes that so many people I know return to here, book way in advance. Um, as, as I learned when I spoke um, with Hans, that they have people that book out with that. And it really does uh, allow you to kind of even feel a little bit more at home with where you're at staying there. I, I can't say enough about it. I loved it so much. And I feel so grateful and lucky to have been introduced to this charming place. I hope that some of you check it out. And if, if you have not, when you're up there, you're always welcome to go in there. And I'm sure that they would love to show you, even if the rooms are booked just in the dining room area, just to get an idea. Even in the lawn, you can see all that they have to offer there. So again, it's on Market Street. It's right at the top of Hoban Street, right before you're heading down to turn to go up to um, Cadet Avenue to head up to the Grand Hotel. So you're just kind of at a, a cross point where a lot of uh, traffic will go by. And that's actually where I got some new recordings to play in the background for some of the podcasts now. But Clohan, I will share pictures on Instagram. Be sure to link in the blog. If you're not following me, as always, follow me on Totally Mackinac Island Podcast on Instagram. And there you will have links in the bio. Um, a lot of stuff that I have talked about through here. And as I mentioned, I don't know why I call them mini episodes because I don't feel like they're going to be mini episodes. Bonus episodes. I'm going to try and do a bonus episode every Friday from Memorial Day through Labor Day talking about different things with the island so that is something just because i feel it's going to give you a little bit more insider information uh due to events different places to stay uh, who knows what i might be talking about but i do know that this next one after this is going to be about the lilac festival because that is coming up and i want to get the information out there i know i talked about it about annual events but i want to go a little bit more deep dive into it and explain to you because honestly it's one of my favorite times of the year up there. I love me some lilacs. And everything was just starting to bloom when I was there. And it was fun to see it because the last time I was there, it was just starting to kind of quiet down and go to sleep. But it was a really warm October. So I was actually still surprised at how much was still alive and blooming and the leaves and everything was still there. But anyway, I've got no subject. Want you guys to check out Clohan? I will have the link in the show notes for you to go on there and check it out. And as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in. I uh, loved my most recent trip. I got a lot of stuff for the podcast. I'm so excited to share with everyone. I did restart the TikTok for Totally Mackinac Island. I go in phases of going on there, so I'm going to try and do a little better about that. And even uh, introduction videos, like I did one about the fairies. I shared it on Instagram, but if you are on there, it's Totally Mackinac Island Podcast. All right, so um, that concludes this week's episode. I'll talk to you later about our favorite place.